always on time. Yes. Yes. I want to say thank you. Thank you all so much. I, I was intent to say thank you because I saw the post that um, y'all kept sharing. I, I want to say thank you. Um, for and, and you do it not just in October. Um, y'all, y'all, you, I have to say it, you honor me all the time, you do. And, and it's, it don't go unnoticed and it's, it is appreciated. Amen. I know sometimes it looks like I don't even take a breath. It's like, did she not just hear me say thank you or I honor you? And then I mash the gas a little bit more. Amen. Amen. Because I appreciate it. But we're on an assignment from God. And that um, I got to do, I told somebody the other day I got this much time. And um, I've already been born and I already got the dash. So the rest of this time I'm going to spend giving God glory, declaring his word, living my life so that uh, um, through the will of God for the rest of my life. Amen. Amen. Um, let's go to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12 through 15. First Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 15. And it reads, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. Amen, somebody. Ain't no devil. It's to try you. As though some strange things happen unto you. Yeah, we, we'll go in that mode right there. But, but verse 13, but rejoice. How am I going to not think it strange, strange, and, and but but go into rejoice? Inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Meaning that we're not suffering, we're not going through different things to end up with nothing. Mm-hmm. It's a, this squeezing, this, this, this pulling, this tugging uh, uh, that's taking place within us. It ain't strange. It should be happening. Say amen, somebody. So, 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 because we're pressing the gas to, to, uh, uh, to, so that the glory be revealed. Basically, our suffering in Christ has purpose. Nothing against us, everything for us. Verse 14, if ye be reproached, meaning if they start talking about you, accusing you, blaming you, saying you ain't real, for the name of Christ, happy are ye. Mm -hmm. ain't we, don't, we don't have no get back. For the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part, he is evil, evil spoken of simply because they spoke evil of you. But on your part, he's glorified. Come on here, somebody. Verse 15. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busy, busy body in other men's matters. <laughs> Ooh, 
topic of conversation, it's the reason why I said it like this. I know you have to know my mind. I don't I operate how my mind operates. That's just it. But coming on under preparation. Coming under preparation. Why do you say that, Donna? Because our fiery trials, if you pay, you gotta start paying attention to words. They put fire in front of it. We automatically know who is the consuming fire. So, so this ain't no devil coming after us. But here's the other thing, don't cause your own either. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you and we honor you. We bless you today. We lift you up higher and higher. We are here, God, to give you praise and to give you glory. We take no credit for it. We thank you for your use of us. Now this word, now this word, God. Give it to us so that we can understand it, so that we can, can become who you say that we are and understand that these, these fiery trials is for our preparation. Oh, God. So we bless you and we honor you. In Christ's name, let the church say amen. Amen. At the beginning of this text in verse 1, uh, verse 1 and verse 2, Paul, uh, uh, Peter says this. He says, For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, meaning in the body, he, he gives us instructions and say, Arm yourselves likewise with the same mind, with the same thinking, with the same understanding. And, and, and one thing that I know for sure that most of us, we never look for understanding in anything. It, we, we always, he says, you got to arm yourself with the same understanding. The only way that Jesus can, could, could submit himself on that cross to go through what he went through is simply because he understood, understood that he was not going to die in it. The only thing was going to die was the part that God no longer had, that God didn't have use for because he gave us Something gave him something more once he crossed over. And we don't want to do it. And we don't look for understanding. When something happened in our lives, the immediate thing we do is do what? Go to point the finger. We never know. And when I was this morning just uh, uh, getting dressed in worship, he, uh, uh, he brought before me uh, uh, so, uh, 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 the... the uh, the part in this script, in this text, Psalm 23, where it says he prepared a table before us, right? In the presence of our enemy. Listen to this. We focus so much on the enemy that we never get Tayon to what's on the table. And because you don't get, you focus, it's not on the table, it's on your enemy. The only thing, you never get a chance to eat anything to find out God takes desire for you. We never look for understanding. We never look at the fact that if I'm in this thing, if I got to go through this thing, it has to be something in it. God is in it for me. But I'm so used to looking at an enemy, pointing the finger at people and trying to blame everybody else and not even paying attention to the fact that he
brought me to this place to change my desire because I'm not used to eating God food. I'm so used to focusing on my enemy. He'd never bring us to this place so that to make our enemy so jealous of us. He bring us to this place to begin for our desire to change for spirit food. But if I keep looking outside of myself, I'll never understand that. Come on, somebody. Why I got to go through it? Why I got to be this? Why I got to be that? And you're never paying any attention. You're the one like this. Why are you putting at your enemy? that you created. He says, I'm laying it out here. Why? Because you too focus on what you created. You're not focused on what I got, but you're wondering why. We never won't understand. And he said, you gotta take this mind up. And Jesus understood once he battled in his mind in the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, okay, take this, take this cup. This is going to be a little tight because our carnality don't want to go. And he finally made it to the point of what? Not my will? Yeah, yeah. So in other words, you're going to keep being pressed. I'm just telling you, there's no rest for you. I'm going to get to that. Until you submit, till you succumb to the will of God for your life. So he gives us instruction. He says in, in, in verse 1 of chapter 4, you have to arm yourself with understanding. You have to come to the knowledge where it's, it's stop get, it's, you got to give up the life that you have created for, through, through the illusion of, of, of your carnality, and you got to come into the knowledge of who you are spiritually. And you got to understand that it's two sides to all of us. So, so my question is, why we never seek understanding? Why we just turn and walk away? Why we just say, okay, I'm going to get rid of you because you the problem, and I'm going to go pick up Keisha. And then, but I, I never pay attention that I get rid of Keisha and I go to Keisha. And then I get rid of Keisha and then I go to Keisha. And I never figure out that I'm the dominator the, 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 to, yeah, to all these relationships. It's me. And every time my relationship with Rhonda, he's saying, I'm trying to show you me. My relationship with Keisha, I'm trying to show you me. My relationship with Keisha, I'm trying to show you me. My relationship with Keisha, I'm trying to show you me. And we'll go crazy in our own mind because we don't want it to be us. But I'm coming for you. And there would be no rest until. Yeah, I ain't fixing that. It wasn't meant to be fixed. I'm fixing you. I'm fixing your heart. I'm fixing your understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he said, you got to get a like mind. You got to get some understanding. I'm coming for you. They may not ever, they may not ever get straight 
But the only reason why we fell out is because I'm looking to you to give me what I already have. And when you don't give it to me and I don't look inside myself, I go to the next person just to see if I can get what I need for myself. You bring me joy. You bring me happiness. You bring me peace. And when I can't get it, it's you. You got to come to like mine. For he that suffered in the flesh, in this body, has ceased from sin. He said, if you take on this mind, if you want things to change in your life, take on this mind and go through the suffering in your body, your mental, your mental faculty. That's where, that's where a lot of it goes at. And if it goes unchecked, then it starts uh, spilling over in our body. Why? Because your mind, uh, 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 your mind and your body is connected. So you got to keep your mind healthy, and you got to keep your body healthy. But if you ever want your life to change, if you ever want something different out this thing, if you ever want error thinking to end, you got to pick up this understanding. You got to understand, He come for you. He didn't come to change them. They have their time. And you got to stop looking for uh, somebody else to help you, and you got to help your. Verse 2 say, you cease from singing, from error thinking, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in this, in this body to the lust of men, to your selfish human desires, but to the will of God. So he says, uh, Peter says that you, you got to take on this mindset. You got to take on understanding on why you live, your purpose for living. And, 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 and you got to go through the suffering in this body uh, uh, so that sin can cease, so that error thinking what you think uh, incorrectly regarding yourself can come to an end. Why? So that you no longer live the rest of your life in this body serving yourself. Trying to figure out, trying to get people to do and give to you what you won't even give to your own self, which is love. You won't even give to your own self, which is peace. You won't even give it to yourself and you have it. If we get this mind in our mind, just as Christ did, we will know, we will understand trials have a purpose. The results from trials depend on which side you're suffering on behalf of. Mm -hmm. If nothing in it, if it's vain, it's because it's selfish. I'm giving y'all, I'm giving y'all the nuggets because it was about you. If it's about God, then you're going to endure and, 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 and some glory is going to be revealed. Meaning I'm going to get new ideas, new thoughts, new knowledge. I'm going to be speaking a different language than I was before the trial, before the suffering. But if you go, you endure. I'm telling you, as a good soldier, the breakthrough will come. Our problem is we quit too much. We quit everything. And it's always everybody else. But he come for you. 
Uh-huh. This is how you come under preparation to live this life under, uh, through the, the rest of your life by way of the will of God and not your own will. So he says, quit thinking it's strange. God people should not be saying, something ain't right. I'm trying to figure out why I'm having to go through. What is going on in my family that we got to lose all these people? What is going on that I got to do this, that, and the other? Is he coming for you? Jonah? You want to know why they keep throwing you off the ship? You want to know why it's not working, Jonah? Because I told you to go to Nineveh. You turned around and said, them people down there don't want God. I'm going to go in my own direction. And he caused a whole ship to be lost to the point where he says, you know what? Y'all don't do nothing else on the ship. Hold on. This storm is about to end. Let me just jump off. Which says this, those that you are connected to, you're up and down. You causing up and down with them too. Yeah, yeah. You're up and down, and because they're connected, they're up and down, and we'll turn around and know that it's God that's chasing us because we have dreams. We I saw somebody here, somebody, I don't know who it was, but somebody here had a phone to ring on them. And just as I was trying to see who, who it was, who it was, I, I woke up and I come out the dream. And I say, Lord, you, you're doing all kind of stuff that they say is strange. I'm going back to try to figure it out who it was, because I was just about to see who that was on that phone, and I, and I woke up, because it, it was like an alarm went out. You know how a phone ring, right? And so it, it, it start, uh, I'm still learning how to stay in, but I woke up looking for a natural, so I missed the name. But strange means unfamiliar and unusual, means to receive, listen at this in the Hebrew, it's Zenizo, Zenzido, whatever it's called, X-E-N-I-Z-O. That's what strange means in Hebrews. It means unfamiliar and unusual. And listen at this, right, this definition. To receive as a guest or visitor, unaware or oblivious to the fire or trials, meaning that, that when it comes, you treat it like somebody done showed up to your house that you wasn't expecting. Yeah, yeah, and so you are oblivious to the fact that, oh, that come to bring me under preparation. Oh, my God. Fiery trial, a fire that starts a break out, igniting or melting everything in its path. Symbolically, a fiery trial represents a burning trial, a test. So Peter basically said, we need to stop treating our trials and our testing as a guest that show up unannounced like we have options if we want to entertain them or not. Y'all did say, 
because some of y'all don't start saying it, it's about the use of me. So if I'm using you, this analogy, uh, okay, this is going to tell my age. These little green army men that y'all boys used to play with, that, that you, you know, they fight each other because you got one in one hand and one in the other hand, and you causing them, they can't fight unless you put them together and say fight. They can't even move unless you move them. And the use of you says this, is that I get to cause whatever I want to cause. And because you don't know it's me, you saying it's strange. You don't even see God in it. You treat God like a guest. Because that ain't your type of fool. Oh, but don't let me quote that scripture. And if somebody in here you don't like, you're going to be, God will prepare a table in the presence of your enemy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you better start thinking of yourself. How many, how many of y'all men don't play with them little, I know Crunch them had a bushel. Because <laughs> they were cheap. <laughs> And they only moved unless you moved them. They only spoke unless you spoke. They did everything you told them to do. You had them all down on top of them doing the WW World Wrestling Federation playing with them. So if God want to bounce you, DDT you, yeah, we going to stop counting this thing as strange. It's like, no, I'm coming into preparation. I got to change my mindset toward it. The use of me. <laughs> yeah. And the moment that you start submitting to it with the understanding that it's something about to be revealed, that it's nothing against me, everything for me, It'll get easier. You'll be on the cross and they spitting on you. They talking about you. They say, oh, you, you the king of the Jews. Put a crown of thorn on your head. And you'll be saying to myself, to yourself, you know what? I could come down here and answer this foolishness. But you know what? If you want me, you got to come up here. So I'm going to stay up here and I'm going to take, I'm going to go through the suffering of my mind. I'm going to get counseling, get me some midwives. I'm going to hook up with people that's trying to go where I am going. They're either ahead of me or, 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 or they with me. I don't need nobody behind me because they can't help to do nothing and they're not supposed to you they are people are not other people are not your uh you're not their responsibility so we're gonna stop treating god like a guest can you be sitting there you let somebody show up at 103 who is that man don't nobody come over here and that's how we be with God, when we're having to go through things, when we're having to battle in our mind, what's crazy, what's real crazy is, is that we'll quit. We'll stop coming. We'll stop coming to church. We'll stop talking to church people. And then, and then it appears that everything is going good. And then you'll show back up. And then, then, it, it, then it start getting a little crazy. Have you noticed that every time you try to do anything for God, 
that you have your mind start telling you can't do it, but it tells you, you it's okay to do all that foolish stuff, stuff that does not bring you life. And it calls you to stay away from the very place. But have you noticed that when you start back, the fire of trials show back up. Oh, ain't no escaping. Come on, somebody. That's when the child, the immature in us, come through. Come through us. Our undeveloped, untaught, unskilled, ununderstanding selves and reject the process to coming under preparation. The purpose of the fiery trials is to try you. Isn't that what verse 12 said? They come to try you. Try means a putting to proof. In other words, it's easy to say, look at God. Look at God. It's easy to say, I, I, I know God. I know God as a healer up until the time that you get sick. And when you get sick, then you saying, oh, God. And then you treating it as strange. You treating it as a guest. Like, how, how did I get here? Oh, you going to remember this right here. I'm one of them green soldiers. I don't move and I don't go through. I don't fight and I don't succumb until unless I'm moved and I'm put in those places. How you going to know it if you never be introduced to the names? Do y'all know the names of God? That's your homework. And find out what's out beside the name and what it means. In order for you to know, you got to be put in that place. And not only put in the place, you got to come through in the place. You got to try your means to put to proof evidence by conducting. Listen at this. This, 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 this is be, I be like, what? So, so this is the Hebrew meaning to try a put into proof of evidence by conducting an experiment of good through discipline and provocation by implication of adversity. Adversity has a purpose. Adversity is laced with God. Adversity is also the smoke. And your adversary is empty of spirit. So, so we have the opportunity to walk right through smoke. But the fact that you think smoke is uh, 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 something is in there because it's dark and you won't go because you feel like it's going to cost you your life and it's only smoke. Adversary, meaning we will attribute uh, uh, what we consider to be good and pleasing to our sight as God. But when he show up, we say it's strange. Why? Because as long as it's going the way that I want it to go, I, I, I'm good. It's, it's God. But the moment the situation don't look favorable, we lose all composure and sense of being. Why? Because we don't understand the situation is reinforced by God for us to get to the more within us, which is living by the will of God. Side note. Testing is for our development and growth. It, God is done with the lip service. Man, we talk, you, you let that check hit right. You let everything that in my mind that I consider to be good to go right. I can't 
beat you talking about how good God is. You let, let, that, let God uh, turn that corner and bring you into some real stuff that's going to be far behind it, that's going to consume all that stuff that's not like him in us. It's the moment that we be, if I wish I can do it like I see it in my mind, but I ain't crazy enough. But you, 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 uh, uh, uh. I seen this thing on, on, on um, TikTok when the little children was dancing. Y'all might have seen it. But he was dancing and doing what he doing, and he went up to another little boy that was standing up there. And then he do the dancing, he held the boy's arm up and smelled up on his arm, and then he just, he fell, like went all limp, like the smell up under the arm done knocked him out. And that's how we do when, when things, we call things unfavorable. You want to know why they're unfavorable to you? It's because you, Adam, have caught all them unfavorable. And I wish I could just fall out. But I ain't gonna, no. And then Facebook Live in y'all gonna see the ambulance gonna have to be called. I ain't as young as I used to be. But you know how you just, the little boy, it was funny. He, they was in a dance contest. He went up there in the buff, standing up there waiting on him, and he, he took his hand and put it up, and he smelled, and the boy just dropped like that. <laughs> he went limp. In other words, that that I smelled done knocked me out. And that's just like us. Those things that I have, that if I got to go through that, I'm going to faint right here. I'm going to fall out limp right here. And I'm going to wait and I'm going to look up until I think that it's gone. But the time that you get up, it starts like over. Mm-hmm. Keep falling. And then I'm a, I'm a, I, I wish I could sing. Because I'm going to start singing Donna McClurkin song. We fall down and we get up. We fall down, but we get up. We fall down. Whoo, whoo, baby. Have you noticed that when you get up and you try again, that it comes right back? So first Peter verse five, chapter five first verse ten says, "But the God, but the God of all grace, meaning spiritual influence, who hath called us, He has called us. He's calling us. He is calling us. He's sending out messages. He's sending out dreams. He's sending people before you, and He's calling us to His eternal glory." Uh, by Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a while, it, this is what it does. It makes you perfect, perfect. It matures you. It, the word established here makes you, make you what you ought to be. It's strengthening you, meaning it fortifies you. It settles you, meaning you become resolved, you become fixed. I'm made into what I must be. That's 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Your suffering is not in vain. It, that's a war that you need to win. It spoils in that war. And I said this for me. If I have to go through suffering, I might as well find God in it. Yeah. And that's what we don't look for because we've been told not to equate God with suffering. We've been told to equate suffering with the devil, the adversary. Right, right, right. 
in here to tell y'all today that I'm going to be this person right here. Yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will what fear no evil for what thou art with me. And the only reason why we scared because we don't know he with us. And so he says, I keep sending myself to you. You saying it's strange and you the one keep missing me. Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And so I said this right here, I'm coming, coming under preparation, baby. I have any valley walkers in here. Because you got to go through the valley to get to the mountaintop. Valley is a low place. And I don't know he with me. That's the reason why I look to you. And that's the reason when I don't get what I want out of you, I go to you. And what I don't get, what I don't get no satisfaction, I go to you. And I don't get no satisfaction, I go to Keyshawn. Because I still have figured out that I didn't need Rhonda, I didn't need Keisha, I didn't need Keisha, and I didn't need Keyshawn. What I needed was to know what was on the inside of me to understand myself and stop wanting other people to do stuff for me when I'm fully loaded myself. You don't let nobody fool you. All of us, This is the Bible says we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And there's no way that you are alive and the Holy Ghost is not in you because that's the breath that we breathe. The only problem is, is you don't know he's with you. Yeah. And knowing him with us means that I got to go through some things to get to God on the inside of me. So suffering is necessary. Question, are there any valley walkers that are walking through in this place? I'm not going to pitch a tent. That is not my home. I'm on my way to maturity. I'm on my way to development. In reality, nothing is strange or mysterious in the light of cause and effect. Everything is understandable. Cause. Start with my thoughts affects what I receive from what I think. Uh-huh, what a man thinketh. So you don't have to worry about how you got to where you are. It's your thoughts, and if it's my thoughts how I got to where I am, and they have put me in the valley, so now what I gotta do is start walking in the valley in my thoughts, checking my thoughts, doing a check and balance system, looking at what I think, and then from what I think, the seed that I sow to what comes to me. I know. That's some tough food right there. You mean I'm causing all this in your life, just like I caused it in mine. Mm -hmm. But in the light, everything is understandable. See, this grown folk stuff right here, uh -huh, this ain't no falling out, no fainting right here. 
No, we ain't fainting. We ain't, you can if you want to. That, that's the life you live. And you can live your life on a roller coaster. But please understand this, that until you change the way you think and you start working on your own mind, stop expecting something else to happen. You're going to have moments. See, we, we, we moments and events with, with God. It's only when I get this new car, this new job, this house, when I marry this new man or this woman, oh, look at God, the Holy Ghost was all at the wedding. But the preacher didn't tell you you got to take them home. You got to walk it out. Meaning you got to live it. Mm -hmm. So when trials come, we don't look for the cause within our mind or our life, but think of them either as accidents or as undeserved punishment. Come on here, somebody. Why, why me? Come on, weeping wonder. Who died? Nobody told me to Weeping wonder off, off good times. He, she leaving a funeral, leaving Jane's funeral. And the funeral home director say, Dude, I'm just going to say somebody. You know Arthur Smith died? No! She just got finished crying over James. How many funerals are you going to have to attend? How many? And you gonna stand there and cry. Some of the hardest times in my life, I look back and I wonder how. And then I say, girl, you know how. When you have to stand there and watch your family members die. They're like, you, you got to be kidding me. I mean, then I start recalling, well, you just took Colleen. Isn't that enough? And not only did I say, when, when my daddy uh, uh, passed fine night on a Thursday, that he, it didn't look like he was going to make it because of what was going on with him. And Friday, he gone. I'm like, you, I mean, you got to be kidding me. And, oh, okay, you got two. This me talking to God. You got two. I, I can deal with two. And then Saturday, after doing his eulogy, my sister-in-law called Thursday and said, I got to take Hulk to the hospital. Why? His, his, something is going on with his leg. He's having some pain. And by the time I got to the hospital, he was already unresponsive and never woke up. And I'm standing out there with tears in my eyes. And I'm saying, you have got to be kidding me. And what I did, I start recalling all the things that I thought I had done for him. And he checked me and told me, I did that for you. And he said, and you will preach this funeral. I need you to go to declare this. And with tears in my eyes, privately, building strength within me, reminding me how good God is. This is the will of God concerning my family. Now gird up your loins, get in that Bible and start studying. You got a word to declare to everybody that's coming to this funeral. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Two weeks later, the very next week, Teresa wanted me to eulogize her brother. And I passed by right where I had just eulogized my father and my brother in tears. began, And I was by myself. And tears began to roll down my eyes. And I got out there up under that tent and Corey, wind started singing. 
and tears just rolling. I said, God, this is one of the weakest moments in my life. And that child right there, she know everything. She watching the funeral. She texting, Mama, you crying? Because they, they record the funeral. And I, when I got in the car, I said, yes. But I had to gird up my loins. Why? Because the will of God says, I need you to declare this word right here at this cemetery and, 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 and put your stuff on the shelf. You're going to come back to it. I'm going to let you have your moments, but you ain't going to stay there. Planned to go on vacation because I needed a break and felt like I was having a meltdown and my great niece passed away. And, 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 and before my brother could call, God saying, you going to eulogize. I said, you have, what? I had planned to go away and go to Tampa that Monday just to get a break. And he says, no, you are going to eulogize. I said, what? In the next 10 minutes, my brother called and says, you know what happened? Yeah. Yeah, uh, you, you, my niece want me to do, her mama want me to do the eulogy. I said, you have got to be kidding me. So on a Monday, when I was supposed to go to Florida, see, y'all ain't ready for this type stuff right here. Y'all, y'all want uh, uh, gravy with biscuit wheels. Y'all want, y'all want it y'all way. But that thing was beginning to make me, to change me, to cause me to see, perceive differently my life. I didn't look at what I was losing. I was looking at what I was gaining. And did, and I patted my face, internally worship, and grabbed my notepad to the point where that boy mama right there, I tell you, mama, come up to me and say, good God Almighty, do I supposed to be following you? And I said, that's between you and God. And I got in my car, and I rode on back home. And I don't bear it three more since then. Another great niece, the one that passed on the highway in I-10 in Jacksonville. My sister, oldest grandchild. Y'all ain't ready? Yeah, y'all like smoke, cause fire gonna cost you. Uh-huh, one no running. I'm too far out there. And I ain't call nobody, I don't do, I don't call people to preach. And my niece, my great niece called. And I thought it was my niece. Auntie, I said, hey baby girl. She said, this ain't mama. And I said, okay, this Kira, okay. Mama said, will you do Rodney eulogy? Woo, <laughs> I don't fret. That's why, I'm, that's why I know I'm a little off. I'm telling y'all this because this, is, this ain't no glory for you. This is about the use of you and the glory coming through you. No, no test, no trial, no baby, no growth, no development. And I had to get up there watching my niece, my sister, and everybody on that front row all the way to the back falling apart. And I had her, she say, we began to walk in like, whoo, Jesus. And she said, Mama, I got you. And we walked in, and I preached the, uh, desiring God in the dark at a funeral. And I cried, patted my face, and then I manned up like a soldier. No cross, 
No crown. No cross. No crown. I ain't talking about no crown when you leave. I just explained to you that you get the eternal glory. When you stop counting this stuff as strange, what you have to go through and start embracing it, because this is what I should be doing. This is what should be happening to me. This can't thing, thing came to make me. Otherwise, I will not turn a corner. My God, and I wrote this down. There's a song that says, if you have not had any rain in your life. See, keep, wait a while, keep living. And y'all don't like rain. Because when rain come over here, it floods out stuff. It, it, whatever is in its grasp, in the current, it takes it. And y'all don't like rain because you don't have you don't have no control in the rain when the current start flowing. Why? Because you don't understand that if I just go with the current, if I don't fight myself and create my own adversary and start fighting the water, just relax and go with it because it's the use of me. Wherever you take me is where I'm going. Come on here, no cross. No eternal glory. That's the reason why you get up and come in here. Eternal means no beginning, no ending. That's the God, the mind of God that exists on the inside of us. That we keep giving up because we don't know him. After the day. We're done acting surprised. Like we don't know why we have to go through what we must go through. The eternal glory is not going to just appear. Although it's been sitting there the entire time, you don't see it, you don't know it, because you won't have the experience it to cause it to come forth. You just won't go with God. But he says rejoice. My God, how do you rejoice when you tried, when you testing, when you pruning, when you saying you got to give this up? Take your focus off the enemy and put it on the spread. That trying began to build a desire, a hunger and thirst for the spiritual food, the nourishment that's going to cause my spirit to live. Mm-hmm. Rejoice means Godspeed or be pleased about being a partaker, sharing in, becoming a partner of Christ's suffering, Ver, Paul, uh, 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 which is 1 Peter 3 and 18. For Christ also had once suffered for sin, the just for the unjust. He became something, never entertained it for what? That he might bring us to God, being, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened and made alive by the, by the Spirit. So now I understand what is taking place. Nothing against me. Everything is for me. Suffering for righteousness sake is an honor leading to the glory. Come on here, somebody. I said suffering for the righteous, your right standing with God, because although uh, Christ died to bring us back in relationship with God and the veil was torn from the top to the bottom, you still got to walk in there. I came that you might. 
have Zoe this life. Might. Meaning he thought more than just of himself. His life became a living sacrifice, the use of him, suffering for Christ, bring us to God. God revealed his glory, his glory, doxa, D-O-X-A, meaning appearing and a manifestation being revealed within us, which is quickening by the spirit, we become alive, meaning this, that that diamond has to go through the fire to be purified and everything that, that's, that uh, 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 does not cause it to shine in its original state, it comes to the top. They take that off and throw it away, put it back down, that keep singing if it's anything else. Now. Yeah. 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 I remember saying to Apostle Miles, I feel like, <laughs> I feel, I feel like uh, uh, I'm going, you're pulling me too, pushing me too fast, and, and, uh, and I'm drowning. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And y'all know Apostle Miles. What y'all think he told me? Learn how to breathe on the water. Meaning, I didn't get mad. First I went, what? He crazy. But I began to understand the process to breathing on the water. Uh-huh. You got to learn how to know he's with you in every place and orchestrated this. Uh-huh, understand this, come into realization. Uh-huh, we like it too easy. See, I, see I'm telling you, I'm, gonna, I'm a little bit older, but I'm lear really learning myself, and I'm learning to embrace myself and not change up when I'm around. I, I, be, I act the fool and, and crack jokes and was laughing just as loud uh, uh, this morning as I was yesterday with my family. I'm learning to embrace, I'm a little corky, I'm a little, oh, and I, I'm crunk, I'm loud. I mean, some things come out my mouth. And it's like trying to get y'all to understand that when you embrace your true self, meaning you ain't trying to have all these faces, and that's our problem, we got too many faces. We, I'm one way at church, y'all know I'm saying hallelujah, thank you God at, at church, but when I get home, I'm a different animal. When I go to work, I'm a different animal. When I'm out with friends, I'm a different animal. When I'm in Walmart, it's according to who I'm talking to, I'm a different animal. But you gotta be glad that you went through and came out on the other side. Peter don't just say glad. He says he calls it exceeding, meaning it goes beyond joy. He says, but let me tell you something in coming in, 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 into your true self, coming under preparation. He said, if you're reproached, because people uh, 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 go back to understanding, we are the worst black people at understanding. And so if we don't understand something, we go ahead and put our mouth on it. Instead of saying, ego, I really don't understand this. I really don't understand that. Can you explain it? They go ahead and try to label and kill it. The Bible says, if you be reproached, that means defamed, accused, or blamed for the name of Christ, stay happy. 
That word happy right there, there's y'all blessed. Not your houses, cars, and land. The word happy right there, he says, if they are talking about you and running your name in the mud, for Christ's sake now, for Christ's sake, for Christ's sake, you are happy, you are blessed for this reason only. The spirit of God, the breath, the pneumos, the life, and God, the divine, that causes you to rest, rest. And that's with the TH, meaning continually to restore or give new strength or to invigorate, to relieve after fatigue, to awaken after depression, to revive what is drooping, to restore, maintain by renewing supply. So if you're being reproached for Christ's sake, happy are you. Why? Because God is restoring his breath in you. Our rest comes from the spirit of God, the breath of God, the indwelling me that I never checked with. So in other words, let folks say and do as they please about you. Stay focused on what God is releasing in you because the scripture says those that defame us, those that accuse us, those that try to insult us on the slick, for the name of Christ, they speak evil of the one you glorify, the one you worshiping. Oh, my God. They speak evil. They, they speak uh, 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 evil uh, of him because they don't understand. Most black folk don't understand that we are individual expressions of God. Folk want you to be like them, but you didn't give me this lie. Folks want me to talk like them, but you didn't give me this lie. Folks want you to act like them, but you didn't give me this lie. If I can't be me, the one that I know around you, kick rocks. And I said this, write this scripture down. Y'all need some scripture to help y'all. Romans chapter 8, verse 16, 17 says, The Spirit himself testifies and confirms together with our spirit that we are children. Where does the confirmation come from? It comes from within me. If God is saying, you're my son, who I am well pleased with, how in the world another creation he made going to tell me that I am not who I say that I am? And it has nothing to do with anything outside of my, myself. And then not only does the spirit within me testifies and co confirms that who I am, that we are, or our spirit confirms with our spirit that we are the children of God. Verse 17 says, and if we are children, and if we are his, then we are heirs also. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, meaning we sharing his spiritual blessing and inheritance, which is the mind of God. He says at the beginning, when I begin in, in verse 1, that you got to take on the mind of Christ to be God and suffering. You got to take on your understanding. You got to start looking at your mind. So he said what we are going to inherit to inherit is the spirit of God, the eternal glory. They keep trying to tell us to put our hope in things that's going to break down, that's going to tell up, that has an expiration date. Verse 15. Let none of you suffer as murderers, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody. 
in other men's matter. Don't let your suffering or your hardship or pain be influenced by your own doing. There are no spoils, no rewards, no eternal glory in this suffering. Because this thing right here is talking about you killing somebody or you robbing and you taking criminal activity, you taking from somebody, or evil doer, your actions, your, your works, is it, all your works and, and whatever you do is absent of the spirit of God within you and busybody, you all in everybody else's business, you know what everybody else should do and your ship sinking itself. How you know, how you know that my ship sinking unless yours? We're in the same place, and we keep causing the hardships. Why? Because we're trying to figure out what y'all doing, although I really need to be concentrated. I can't fix nobody but me. And you better know that there are no spoils. Think about it. When you find out about something about somebody, if that brings you satisfaction, here it is. Here's me turning these fingers back to you. If that brings you satisfaction, it's exposing how evil your heart is. It's really saying you need some work. If you're okay with the demise of people, yeah, yeah, ain't no spoils in that. You still great. You don't know who you are. So you great in your life by if you go down, that's going to make me look like I'm a little bit higher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So suffering as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, a busybody, the, the scripture also br broke it down to a meddler in other folks' business. Then you're causing your own suffering. There's no eternal glory in that, in, in the thing. Me drinking was uh, me me drinking was was killing me mhm mm and so i had to say okay ain't no spoils in that ain't no wins in that why am i drinking not condemn or judge myself now that's been a long time ago i stopped at 24 so that was 31 years ago when i got saved but me drinking was hurting me it, it, it was killing me. Me smoking that dope finally told me, because when I come down off of it, I still went back to the same way of thinking. It didn't help. It's showing you that it don't help. So me needing you and me needing you, when Jack wrong with y'all, I, I was looking for the outside of me to help me validate me and for me to, to I just want to relieve my mind. No, 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 no. Come, in, come into preparation. You need to deal with that stuff because when you're doing that stuff and you're driving or uh, uh, other situation, you're driving impaired and you're driving under the influence of whatever it is that you're driving under, meaning you don't hear God at all. What you, what you do hear is, is, is that stuff will tell you you got it. That stuff will tell you you can drive. That stuff will tell you you can do nothing. That stuff will tell you to go ahead and jump off the building. That stuff will tell you go ahead and go. It'll cause you to flex and run up on somebody. You feel bad. But why? Because it has taken over the influence of your mind and so it, it, it'll tell you anything and you'll think you can do it because you heard the voice that is not packed with eternal glory you 
ain't telling me I know it. I did it. And woke up, hate myself every morning to the point where when you, when you don't went out and drank and you wait, well, first of all, I didn't get home to probably about four or five by every morning. So when I wake up about 10, you still drunk. Some problems. That's issues. All right, let me go, let me go down y'all lane, because some of y'all saying I don't drink. All that sex and sex and stuff y'all doing is still not being fulfilled. You get out of bed still you looking at yourself the same way before you went down. It, 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 it don't have no life in it. It has an expiration date. It's a temporary fix, but the fix ain't even that long. I never smoked crack, but they tell me that you spend your entire time trying to get that first hit. And you, ne you never get it because you don't realize that your body began to be immune and it walks over into abuse. That's sex. Sex, drugs, everything. Overs overspending, a uh, shopaholic. You see, see, see we, we have our big stuff. The little stuff, but it's the, the, the little fox that messes up the vine. The little stuff turn go from a seed to a tree and see we start seeing that when it's a tree we look over when it's small I've been seeing your behavior I've been I've been letting you get away with being slick but as long as you think you're getting the benefit of that person you look over little stuff and because we don't understand that once a seed begin to to multiply because we mo we are multipliers we we ones that add we are we we add to stuff. Right. It it becomes bigger and then we wonder where it come from because we're focused on our adversary and, and 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 not on what God has prepared for us. Mm-hmm. Everyone um, will endure suffering, but but the outcome will be significantly different. So suffering for Christ and you creating your own category five because of your own adversary, don't be, if you don't get nothing from it, that should tell you that, you know what, I created that right there from my, hum from my human self, not from my spirit. Because the reward in spirit is what? Eternal glory. That's what we're after. That's what we supposed to be after. Most of us, we just, we just come to church. We, this thing, I just want to feel good. Y'all saying me happy. I don't have a, a rough week. Join the club. I had meeting, prepare for meeting at work last week. I had to prepare to study today. I had, I was preparing for family to come in and spend family weekend, and I didn't miss a beat. Because I focus on what needed to be done, not what I wanted to do. And that's the reason why you can't get nothing done. Because the stuff you focusing on takes you away from real stuff. 
I mean, I was the one ordered, took the t-shirt order, ordered the t-shirt, went, took, took the sheet up there to sites, went and picked the shirts up, came back and divided the shirts out, put names on them. We went and got paper products and all that stuff for one day. And then we went, I called everybody that did a little cooking for us. And, 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 um, and, and I did all that stuff. I collected all the money. I was cheering, cheering for them. Come on, y'all. When, when, was, when was the shirt, when the money do last week? Well, how, how much is it? How much is it? You have to keep answering those questions. It's like, but I put it in our family group chat. Because I'm a person of, I'm, I like, you know, here it is. But if they come back and say, you know, well, when the money do last week? <laughs> you got to learn, you got to focus on your life, man. And stop being influenced by everything outside of you and be influenced by the spirit that dwells on the inside of you and stop counting it strange that and, and, and giving the ugly face and cry that you have to endure. You're on your way. If you're a valley walker, that means you are going through the valley. You're not pitching a tent and staying there. But most of the time, we turn right around from the valley and run back to what, what done conformed us. And then, and then when we we think ain't nobody looking, then we start trying to walk again through the valley and you encounter with the same thing. Why? Because that's the very thing that you got to deal with and go through to continue to uh, become who, uh, uh, who you are to get to the glory on the inside of you. So I'm encouraging you today that you got to learn how to match the gas in your life. And I'm telling you, if you don't know by the times now how things are looking, that, that you born this day and we already got the dash, only thing we need to finish us off is the last day. So how much time are you going to waste spinning wheels? He says, I've suffered in the very first verse. Christ suffered to bring us to God so that we can give up our human desires, our thirst and hunger for our human, or uh, uh, what, what our humanity like, so we can finish the rest of our life living out the will of God. That dwells in the eternal glory that's locked away on the inside of us. You gotta change the way you think. Start telling yourself, I'm coming into preparation. And if I have to finish it with tears in my eyes, I'm going to do it. If this going to bring you glory, I'm going to do it. This what I got to go through in this body. I am going. Because the truth of the matter is, and I'm done. You really don't have control over your life like you think you do. You either influenced outside of you and you make decisions because of that or you influenced by the spirit of God that dwells on the inside of you. But my sheep that are called by my name. Huh? I thought y'all were trying to finish it for me. Another, somebody else called their name, they ain't going. That's because you know. And know don't mean I have a, 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 a mind. I, I know some things what they teach me. Uh, knowing is an intimacy. It's a, it's a personal 
relationship. It's one that says, I don't been through the fire. And I have come through and I don't even smell like smoke. My journey is for me and yours is for you. My prayer is that you don't have to go through. Because I have people all the time. It's like, how do you do it? In my inbox, it's like, I admire you. But I do a lot of mental turmoil personally behind closed doors. That's the reason why I keep my mind, I worship like I do, and I keep my mind stayed on thee so it don't wander because what you allow in your ear gate, you allow in your mind, your hearing. Faith come by and hearing by the... So if I don't listen at y'all, I'm good. Anybody need prayer? Anybody wanna wanna uh, uh, become a partner of any of y'all? I give you that opportunity. And I have to say that everybody my favorite, so nobody gets a pass. I don't do the click stuff. Never did. I'm telling you. Stop turning away God because you don't want to do it. Because that's all you're doing. Count it not what? Strange. Stop treating God like, he, like he's a visitor that don't showed up that you weren't counting on coming. That means, and I'm done, you don't know him. Because if you did, you would see him in the situation. Oh, that's right, baby. You better twist on down here with them shoes on. I know that's right. Y'all know I'm a shoe person. I got mad with my own self because I had to move so many boxes to find these shoes. That pointed back to me and say, what? You got too many. I got issues. check out on life a little bit because you're like, man, I, I ain't doing this no more. The truth of the matter is you was, search, you was in search of peace that dwells on the inside of you. And so,
give God a hand clap of praise that your sister is coming through herself she's starting to understand herself amen that's the reason why we come right here and I'm telling you why I like her she questioned everything that I said and I told her she should and then I began to give her answers and then and there it is you should question everything I say I'm not one of them preachers just do what I say no you belong to God I belong to God <laughs> I answer to God so you question do anybody have it mother Irene yes Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Right. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. There you go. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Miss Irene, you, you say what on your heart. Mm-hmm. 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 My Lord. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. There it is. Yes, ma'am. I will. I will, and and we do understand um, what has taken place in our city, and um, I'll say this: is that everything that God has allowed. He has a reason behind it, and and it's not fear. It's not it's not fear. We're in a generation now where um, the fear that took place when we when I was coming up, and who, whoever else experienced it. See, we I went ahead and did my thing. I just did it where they were not. Okay, so I count I hid, and I and I did what I wanted to do, and. They, they would fear, and it turned my mind to a place where when I was 18, I said, it looked like I wasn't going to make it in anyway, so let me just go on the hill with gasoline draws on. That's a conversation I had. I said it out my mouth. 
See, now we're in a generation that the fear tactics don't work. You got to have wisdom from within you, from the spirit that dwells within you, because what happened in the house stayed in the house with us, and that's not the case now. So what I'm saying is, is this, we're we going to pray, but you better know that when you walk up on them, when you talk with them, you better have some counsel from the spirit within you because they know smoke when they see it. That's a lot of reasons why they don't come here. A lot of judgment, condemnation, and no help. And so here's the thing. As long as you sitting in here hiding and pretending and may liking, that's the reason why you can't help them. And if God, your trials are fiery, what you think gonna happen? So I'm gonna pray. I just want us to understand that all this stuff has a plan and the world ain't finna end. It's some corrective action going on. When, when your book's been audited and then um, they have a principle that they order, audit the books by, right? When, when the, when the audit go through, auditor goes through the books and, and some things in your financial uh, uh, system that's not correct, they send an action plan and saying you have so many days to correct the action, right? So that's what I'm saying, it's some corrective action going on. It's, it's, it's gonna force us to become who we are. We, we either gonna know who we are and we gonna get out and we gonna walk these streets with purpose in mind, not just praying, cause prayer is about communicating with God and finding out what his plan and what he actually got going on right now instead of just going through to your status quo won't work. It won't work. But you better know that this God has a plan even in this. He, he has a correction plan. And, and the Bible says this that have always caught my attention, how he ransomed people on our behalf. Yeah. I'm just trying, I know this might be a little bit too hard to swallow and I quit, but he, he, other, some people die for some of us to live, but all of it is about that, his plan, how, however he wants to use us. See, we count it strange that these things are happening instead of finding out going through so you'll know what's going on. So most gracious Heavenly Father, we do thank you and we honor you for this time. I pray for on behalf of our city and surrounding counties and all the families, God, I thank you, God, that your plan would do exactly what you have designed for it to do. That's to bring us into your presence, to bring us into a knowing, not what they told us, not what we keep passing down, but bring us to a place in our heart where genuine, pure love exists that's not contaminated, it's not based on what I can get but it's based on what I can give and I pray for strength and courage for each family that have lost their loved ones for the ones the parents that have children in in the prisons in the jails God I pray God that your true repentance come from these situations and and experiences that we're having we already know that you show yourself strong but that we are able to see you in everything that you allow to have happen in this earth realm we'll walk around and we'll live not in fear but in confidence that you are with us so we bless you 
and we honor you. Bring peace, bring love. Send people to these families that's not going to judge or condemn, but that's going to speak life, that's going to leave a word, that's going to cause them to change, to think about changing, going to cause them to think about the love that God have for them, that he don't judge, he don't condemn them, but he sent his son that we might live. He loved us so much. He sent his son to restore us, not to tear us down, not to declare us unfit, but to show us that he dwells on the inside of us. We thank you. We love you. We give you glory and we give you praise. And we walk in confidence of your plan, the will of God, until we leave this earth realm. We thank you for the use of us. Send us out. Send us to the places that we need to go among our city. Send us to the people, God. And I thank you for preparation of these that will go, declaring the gospel, the good news, that you ain't sick, that you're not blind, that you're not crippled, that, but that you have freedom in the Christ on the inside of you that's waiting your arrival. So we bless you and we honor you. In Christ's name, let everybody in this place say amen. not strange we're gonna quit 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 uh, uh, treating God like a stranger a visitor that showed up unannounced say amen somebody amen amen thank you God thank you God for that awesome word it's giving time amen amen our ways to give here at Alec you can give through the Givelify app at any life enrichment center, through the debit or credit card in the room, um, in person with the envelope from any of our ushers, or through cash app, dollar sign, capital A-L-E-C, lowercase E-N-T-E-R. You can also sow into the life of our pastor with the love offering envelope from any of our ushers, or at cash app, dollar sign, I live, 1968. Let us pray. Most precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for this awesome day. We thank you, Father God, for this word that was given to us on today. Thank you, Father God, that we get understanding from it all. Thank you, Father God, for preparing us to be that which you have chosen us to be. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to return the tithe and to give, Lord God, to use one of the keys that you have given unto us on this day, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you replenish shit replenish us Lord God for your kingdom Lord God for building of your kingdom thank you Father God for just doing the things that we need to do to become Lord God all these things I ask in Christ's name amen we will now uh, be led by the usher
Good morning again, church family. Coming under preparation. Everybody stand up, give yourselves a warm welcome for coming into the sanctuary, worshiping and listening to the word to those of you on Facebook Live. And we will have our scriptural reading, Job 32, verses 18 through 19. This is the image well described by Job. For I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. Inside, I am like bottled up wine, like new wine skins, ready to burst. We are the seed of everything that God would ever bring forth. In the outworking of his purpose, there are constantly new horizons, new workings, new temples, new forms, and new structures, new workings of his spirit. By way of announcement, we have our pop-up library at the moment.